They're red, they're white, they're brown. They get that way underground. There can't be much to do. So now they have blue ones too. We don't care what they look like, we'll eat them. Any way they can fit on our plate. Every way we can conjure to heat them. We're delighted and think they're just great. We're like the brood of podcasts. <laughs> We're like kind of embarrassing when you think back about, you know, the brood. But at the same time, without us, there wouldn't be Edge and Christian. That's what we're more like the Hardys, where and we're doing all these stupid spots right now with the the, the 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 racism and the dick jokes, and then we're gonna look back and be like, with our broken brilliance, and be like, we didn't need to do this. I think, but, yeah, Anthony needs to be deleted. But the Edge um, <laughs> uh, and Christian totally reek of awesomeness, yeah. whereas Midian. Yeah, and, this um, is pretty badass, though. And um, what was the other guy? He was the leader. Gangrel. Gangrel. Didn't he like go to like produce pornography or something? I hope. Yeah. Jeez, that sounds awesome. I think he did. Hmm. Pretty I much. He's like a producer. All right, Gangrel. And wasn't there um, what was the the woman that was part of their group? Um, I don't know. I know what you're talking about though. She had like. Was it Luna? Four. Luna. She had like cornrows into yeah. like. She came back to WWE, uh, WWE, whatever the hell they were at that time. WWF. Because I remember she was like WCW for like ever and a half. Was she? Damn. I know there was someone named Luna that was part of the brood. So she was a vampire. (laughs) I could see Luda Vachon doing that. Uh, Let's see. And then there was Edge and Christian, Gangrel, Viscera, Midian. I think that's it, right? Yeah. Um, cool. And then, you know, if you want to kind of, like, stretch it, they kind of started going with The Undertaker. But he's not a vampire. He's not, but that was... that. What angle was that? They called themselves something. Were they the... They weren't the Acolytes, were they? The Ministry, or... No. Oh, the Ministry of... Uh... No, I don't. I can't remember their name. Huh. I just, I just remember them uh, putting um, Stephanie on that crucifix. Oh thing. yeah. And then they did to Stone Cold, and Stone Cold saved, saved Stephanie, and then Vince McMahon was the higher power or something. Oh yeah. yeah. Man, wrestling was weird. Memories. <laughs> I missed the nineties. Whoa, the Hardys were in the Brood. That. Oh, they were in the Brood too. This was like, it was only just like them two and Gangrel at the end of his, like... Oh, oh yeah. I think I remember that. So, if you haven't figured it out by now, we are Potato Fest. the podcast about potatoes and wrestling. And, uh, I'm, uh, of course, Jesse Mayhem Moore. Uh, with me we've got Anthony... The Dominator, Menzer. Oh, yeah. And then we got Patrick, Professor Payne Perkins. Believe that. <laughs> so, uh, 
we're going to be getting into some triple threat matches with each other and, <clears throat> and possibly um, possibly related to TJ Perkins. Maybe. We uh, haven't no. we haven't figured that out yet. I try to keep that a secret. But yeah, he's my cousin. <laughs> he's going to be on the show at some point. <laughs> you yeah, when he for... decides to return my calls. Yeah. So, I, I'd like to preface something. Um, there's going to be lots of spoilers, and we're not going to really do anything for them. So if you haven't watched any wrestling this week, uh, yeah, spoilers alert. It's coming. All the yep. spoilers. Unless we forget something. And then no spoilers. Hey, Anthony, your mic got real quiet all of a sudden. It did. Is that better? Yes. Much better. Good. So where do we want to start, fellas? Do we want to start with Backlash? Backlash. Back, backslash. Um... So the first match was the six pack challenge mm. for the WWE Women's cha- or SmackDown Women's title. And um, what did you so, guys think of this match? Pretty solid start to finish. Yep. It was. They gave. A, it seems like they gave all the women pretty decent amount of time to do their own various stuff. Yeah. <laughs> There were a few spots where it felt like um, they were just kind of getting a little winded and stuff, but then they'd hit back home to what they were trying to do, and you'd forget about it almost. But, uh, yeah, keeping two women in the ring at a time, that was a pretty smart move. Yeah, it seems like that's typically the uh, the thing with those matches like that. Because if you just had all of them just fighting each other the whole time, it would get really weird, and probably someone would get messed up. Okay. Um, and um, so, so we did go over the picks. We we made picks last uh, podcast. Yes, we did. And I personally picked Becky Lynch for this match. You certainly did. I'm actually pulling those up right now. And she won it, by the way. Yep. For our listeners. Which is uh, really cool because she definitely deserves it, I think, at this point. She's been busting her ass for a while. And, um, you know, finally she's getting the, um, the title. And hopefully yeah. she keeps it for a little bit. Patrick, unfortunately, picked Naomi. Oh, my heart's broken. Yeah. Which she she did really good. And her entrance is so good, man. She has probably one of the best entrances, if not the best entrance. Yeah, it, that's across the board, including men. Yeah. Like, the, the the body paint or the the glow-in-the-dark stuff with the black light, those sunglasses with the uh, crazy lights on them. It's good stuff, man. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll throw this out there. You could almost say that she is one of the best entrances of all time. I mean, there's a few that are probably better, maybe like some WrestleMania Undertaker entrances. Yeah. Or maybe not better, but that 
weird Triple H entrance where he came out as like the Terminator. Like, he oh yeah. <laughs> yes, Patrick, that happened. <laughs> he, he had like a, he had a weird like exoskeleton thing and like football shoulder pads. There were also a bunch of Terminator robots <laughs> standing around him too. There was. Okay, it, I, I gotta go see this. Ba- basically, they were like, "Hey, remember that one time in WCW with RoboCop?" Well, we're gonna do way more than that with a bunch of Terminators. <laughs> it, they chose the right franchise. It yeah. Was a, it was a WrestleMania, not the last one. I think the pre. The yeah, the one before. Yeah, the one before last. That was all right. Yeah, you have to check that out just for the entrance. That was pretty crazy. It was in San Francisco. Um, but uh, she uh, used the disarmer. Who'd she's she make? Armin, Charmin, and Disarmin. Yeah. Oh, God, I love Becky so much. She used it on... Was it Carmella? Yes, it was Carmella. Yeah, Carmella, because it was down to Carmella and Becky. That's right. Mm-hmm. Awesome. That was a good match. Um... Then we had the uh, Hype Bros versus the Usos. And um, unfortunately, our buddies weren't hype enough. Um, but yeah, the Usos, pretty good heels. I'm digging their heel heelishness. But the weird thing is, is like, um, they... Uh, what does their shirt say? It says, like, do it in the paint or something. Or play so hard, hard in the paint. paint. Yeah, something like that. Not do it in the paint. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... <laughs> they don't wear face paint anymore. So what What paint? Are they going to paint your house? I mean, what's going on, Usos? I don't think they had that shirt on during the match. No, well, no, but on their entrance. Oh, uh, you're right, you're right. It says real big... <laughs> Usos do it in the paint and they're like we don't got no paint I guess we're gonna do it on you <laughs> I, I think that if they were smart they would start doing do the do the face paint again but like make it like evil heel face paint evil face paint yeah like a curly mustache <laughs> no well I mean they can't steal a villains. and a monocle <laughs> they can't steal the VOD villains gimmick <laughs> No, but they like, can. That would be They great. can. <laughs> if they're like, we're the Samoan VOD villains. They're like, what? <laughs> they just, oh my god, they just start being Samoan versions of different wrestlers. That would be an excellent way to make certain wrestlers, like, uh, have a turn. I'm so, sure if, if I was a booker, like, the wrestlers would hate me. <laughs> like, we're not, you're stupid. <laughs> we're not doing no, that. No, I actually like that idea. The VOD villains, they could make a face turn with yeah. that kind of heat. But then they have to be the VOD heroes. They've been VOD villain heroes before. They've yeah. been good guys. We've see, we saw them one time when they were, and everyone was uh, chanting, "This is manly" and stuff like that. <laughs> it was it was pretty manly. Yeah, it was. I grew like five chest hairs just by seeing them. Oh my god, it was great. Um, then we have uh, Dolph Ziggler versus The Miz. Um. Match of the night? Huh? Match of the night? You think so? Um, maybe. It was a pretty good match. It was really good. Um, 
I was kind of worried that Ziggler was going to win, and but he, did. he didn't. Oh, no, no, no. You're right. You're right. The Miz won again. Yeah. That's that's how I picked, by the way. Because um, Marcy sprayed something in Ziggler's face. Yeah. And then Miz uh, did a skull-crushing finale. I'm pretty sure that it was, like, her ejaculate. What? <laughs> because... Girls just, you know, keep that store just in case. It's great repellent. This this podcast is going places, guys. <laughs> but um, both me and Patrick picked uh, Dolph, and Anthony picked The Miz. And oh, I forget to say the other one, the last one. Uh, Anthony and Patrick picked the Hype Bros, and I picked the Usos. Um, yeah. So yeah, the Miz one, which was cool. Um. I think he needs to keep the towel just a little bit longer. Um, I'd say at least one more pay-per-view. What do you say? It depends. Um, you think they're trying to build to something with Daniel Bryan? I don't know. Daniel Bryan, I honestly don't think he's going to wrestle. Yeah. Like, I think... They sure are cock-teasing it, though. I think if they're going to do something, it's going to be, like, Daniel Bryan, like, sets up some, like, crazy match so that, like, The Miz loses his title. Yeah. You know, Daniel Bryan's like, it's going to be a 16-man ladder match, and you have to powerbomb your opponent through a flaming table, and then crawl under the ring, and... No holes barred. I don't know what. <laughs> he'll, that's um, that's something, and he'll set up kind of some kind. I don't of, like that match at all. It, well, I mean, of course, that would be nuts and not great. But <laughs> I, I mean, I'm thinking Vince has lost his mind. <laughs> I'm thinking he's going to set up some kind of impossible match, some kind of match that's not going to be easy for the Miz to win. Hmm. Like, stack the deck. And Versus like, Goldberg. <laughs> that would be really weird. <laughs> Miz will still come out on top, just because. I don't know. It, I, I feel like if they were going to be, bring Goldberg back, that would be the type of match that they would put him in. Against to, the Miz? Yeah, against the Miz. Like, because they would want to build him up some. And then why not just have him get... You don't have to build Goldberg up, dude. It's Goldberg. As soon as he shows up, even kids who've never heard of WCW are going to chant, Goldberg! Goldberg! You do not need to hype Goldberg up, my friend. I'm sorry. When he comes out there, it's been so long since people have seen Goldberg, they've forgotten that whole Brock Lesnar thing. They just want to see fucking him come out and spear some fuckers or jackhammer some fuckers. Maybe they have, but I sure as hell have No, I guarantee. Even, I bet if you were there, like, okay, if we went to NXT and fucking Goldberg came out, you would pop so fucking hard, dude. You're not going to be yeah. like, oh, yeah, fuck that guy. Mm. No. No, Goldberg is, will put butts in seats. We need some, some Goldberg squash matches first. No, he doesn't need it. He doesn't even need to wrestle as, all, as far as I can start. Just show up, spear someone, and then leave, and then you're like, okay, for the pay-per-view, uh, Goldberg versus this guy, you know? No, no, I don't think... Probably not the Miz. Squash match. But 
what I'm saying is, I was just going to come up with some weird angle where he, like, wins all the titles or something. <laughs> yes. So what are you all, talking about? He wins all the titles, and then, like, and then he fights Brock Lesnar and beats him, too, with all the titles. And then he retires. And then they have to uh, give the titles back out. And then the titles go to different shows. So this is like some like some comic book uh, infinite crisis type situation you're talking about. This is my this is my Goldberg fantasy booking. Goldberg <laughs> fantasy booking. Um, and guys, of, and guys, he's not wearing a shirt through the whole. Of course, you you wouldn't want him to. <laughs> you gotta see that weird like neck thing he's got. I forget what that's called. Trapezius. Yeah, sure. traps. They call those the traps. Oh yeah. And he uh he did that weird thing where he would like inhale the like fireworks smoke and then exhale it like he's a bull. Oh wow, you're you're muted now, Jesse. Sorry, my phone started blowing up so I shut it down for a second. Mm. Looks like it's back with a vengeance. We should name this podcast um, Jesse's phone apocalypse with a vengeance. No, I was thinking of na- um, naming the podcast different names: Mash, Julian, French Fried. <laughs> the next match was uh, Bray versus Randy, and uh, Randy was too injured to show up, so Bray Wyatt won. Because before the match, and I think before the Miz and Dolph Ziggler, there was a backstage spot where. Um, um, Bray just Bray, threw his yeah, ankle Bray into was, a door. Exactly. He he shut his ankle in a door repeatedly, which is not a good good thing for your ankle health, just so you guys know. Um, but I I can give you some shoot news that I read. Some, Ooh, please. Some shoot news about why he really wasn't in the match. Apparently, um, whenever he was in SummerSlam... And he was getting cut open the hard way, I guess is what they call it, with Brock Lesnar's elbow. Um, he got a concussion. So, like, the standard um, the standard policy for WWE is when they're concussed, I think they're out a minimum of a month. Shit. That's the, that's why he was really out. But Damn. of course, of course, the kayfabe reason, you know, yeah, why it's crazy. Yep. And um, but then, uh, our good pal Kane showed up. Good old Kane. <laughs> Not much to say about Kane, I guess. Um, I just, I wish that we could erase the whole corporate Kane from history. I don't know. I started to kind of like corporate Kane near the end. I liked him being kind of goofy and, like, showing up and saying, like, smarmy things to Seth Rollins was pretty fun. I'll, okay, I'll, I'll admit that the whole, um, the angle he was doing where there was Demon Kane and corporate Kane 
where like Seth was like, oh, oh I, running and didn't know if he was going to be attacked randomly by Demon Kane. That was actually a pretty entertaining angle. Um, so how did the match go down? How did the match go down with Bray and Kane? Uh, some tables were broken. The Spanish announce table was broken, right? Yeah, that was awesome. Um, then... Bray being the god of chairs. Yes. He, he is. The ability to summon one chair at any given note, uh, moment. Just one. Preferably Just one a, rocking chair. Yeah, preferably rocking That's all you need. So Bray is on a horrendous losing streak. Yeah, it's, it's pretty terrible. His, he lost this match, boys and girls. He yeah. lost it because Randy Orton came out and decided to give an RKO. He's very generous with RKOs. Yeah, just out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're like, uh, you know, you, you wake up Christmas morning and you go down to the Christmas tree and you see a bunch of presents. Oh, wow, what could they be? I'm going to open up this present. What could it be? And then Randy Orton pops out of the box and RKO's you out of nowhere. Because that's how they come, out of nowhere. And out of Christmas boxes in my scenario. Speaking of Christmas. Oh, oh uh, so, so then Kane uh, chokeslammed Bray Wyatt. He did the four-corner fiery oh, yeah. blowtorch thing, which is my favorite um, thing that Kane does. Yeah, he's, that's pretty cool. He's a pyromancer. Yes. Is he? Yes, he is. He's a pyromancer. Okay. I know he's a demon. I didn't know he was a pyromancer. And um, and uh, Undertaker's a necromancer. Okay, cool. I know he's a wizard. Yeah. Sweet. Um, yes. Speaking of magic, the the Usos fought against Rhino and Slater. What is the Beauty and the Beast Man? <laughs> Rhino's the Beast Man, right? In this scenario, I think so. Short- no, Rhino's Beauty. Oh, okay, that's right. He's the short-armed Beauty. Oh. But um, they actually win. This is. I think you could really compare them more to Doctor Grant and T Rex. <laughs> yes, Rhino is the T Rex, and. Heath Slater is Dr. Grant. Okay. Why is why does it have to be Jurassic Park I, themed? Well, I was just thinking of something with short arms, and T-Rexes have short arms. That's... <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, they win. Uh, which was which was pretty cool, because then they get to... Uh, well, Heath Slater, he gets to buy a double wide for his kids. His seven kids. That's a little weird. What's weird about a man trying to provide for his family? Yeah, what's wrong with that, dude? Mm, Seems like he should go bigger. He should buy triple wide. You gotta save some money for have your kids go to college or something. At least one of them. Yeah. You can have like a some sort of special game event where one of the kids gets to win, which goes to college. 
that won't have any kind of like uh, inferiority complexes or something. College fest. Yeah, yeah they have to wrestle. Um, I wanted them to win, by the way. Yeah, I did too. Uh, I think we all picked them. Yep, we did. Uh, we also, uh, you picked Bray. And technically, he did beat uh, Randy Orton. Oh, right. We forgot to mention that because he came out first. Yeah. And he got the referee, and he said, just count. Count to ten. He's not in the ring. Count yeah. him out. So Bray won against Randy Orton. Count out. So I guess that broke his that broke his losing streak, right? Yeah, he did. So, yeah, technically, he won a match, and then he lost a match. So it's kind of like he it, basically he could have not been there, and it would have been the same result. Now, uh... <laughs> I read I read online that um, his real life brother Bro D- Bo Dallas Bro so, Dallas <laughs> if he if he went with the hype bros he could be a oh my a god third, the third member of Bro Dallas I think I would be more of a fan of Bro Dallas than Bo Dallas and he was like do you bro leave <laughs> but he he's won more matches this year than Bray oh wow. That's fucking true. That's wow. <laughs> That's depressing. It is. He's not a very good eater of worlds. He only yeah. eats those eater of losses. He only eats the uh, what are the the micro planets like Pluto and Pluto's not even a planet. Various moons. I thought it was like a. They came up with some new category for it. Like dwarf planet or That's something. That's it. That's it. But it's still not really a planet, though. It doesn't, like, have a core or anything. It's weird. It's just, like, a weird rock that's like, hey, guys, I want to play, too. And we're like, um, sometimes him and Neptune just, like, switch places for a few days. And, you know, it's weird. But speaking of, you know, matches that are out of this world, we got AJ Styles versus Dean Ambrose, which was a pretty cool Pretty cool match. Mm, right. Um. Yeah, they're they're both pretty good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they're okay. Whatever. This could be. It was either this match or Ziggler and Miz. That was the match of the night. This match or that match. These are clearly the two best matches I feel of this pay per view. I mean, really, overall, SmackDown was pretty good. Not SmackDown, but Backlash was pretty good. It's a SmackDown live property, so... SmackDown's showing at their first um, pay-per-view. Yeah, it was pretty good, and um, just skip ahead to the end of the match. uh, AJ Styles won. Yep. Because uh, of a low blow. Yes, a low blow. That's what I'm looking the most classic heel move of them yeah. all. Kind of appropriate considering uh, what's been happening a few weeks, last few weeks too. Yeah, they've been hitting each other in the balls a lot. It's real weird. Are we gonna get some sort of like one of those weird situations where they have like a car, like jumper cables hooked up to someone's testicles, and it's like a super duper hardcore ball match? They're going to have a low blow match for the, uh, the heavyweight title. Low blow. They're going to play Rochambeau. <laughs> uh, <laughs> God, that would be insane. Oh. I, okay, this is not related. This is not related, but I feel like it would be the same kind of cringeworthy television 
But have you ever watched like professional arm wrestling? Oh yeah. That is like I like grip my teeth and I'm like, oh my god like it looks like someone's arm is just about to just snap in half. Like yeah, the way you like guys in, like in the fly is, with Jeff Goldblum. Is, yeah. Ah! It's like the most intense thing you could watch. And it only lasts like thirty seconds. These two guys just fucking with their arms and it's just oh my like if you want to see something that just it, strong people. I saw one where this old man freaked the fuck out when he lost and started like cussing people, and they had to carry him away. It was crazy. Like it was like arm wrestling is nuts. They showed it on like ESPN on like Friday night sometimes. I forget when, but you have to just you know look up some arm wrestling because that stuff is intense craziness. Yeah. So. So back to the Dean Ambrose, um, AJ Styles match. Um, what were some good spots that you can think of in this match? Hmm. He didn't hit the dirty deeds, did he? No, I don't because think we, he. Because we, we, we know much. We know that. We know that move is super dangerous now. Yeah. No one kicks out of it. It's the American burning hammer. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to think. Not as vicious looking, but... Hmm. Um, so... I had a thought. Because Patrick mentioned a low blow match... And I was thinking, I was thinking the, the low blow match would only be good to watch if it was an intergender low blow match. <laughs> I what? No, because you know an obvious winner. You know, I mean, I know it probably hurts to be kicked there, but all right, if we're gonna go there, Oscar versus uh, one of the gallows. Oh my god, Oscar! <laughs> like if she gets the first attack. They're fucked. I don't care who it is. Um, well, I think I think you guys might have been on a different level. I I think I think so. Why? Because I was definitely not going there. Oh. <laughs> Where were Pat, you going? Patrick was was shin deep in the mud in that one. What? What's that? I I think I've completely lost track of the conversation. <laughs> I don't think I ate enough potatoes for this one. <laughs> I need some French fries or something. So uh, that was that was backlash. Yeah. And here's one thing that was weird is typically when you watch a pay per view, like the next night you get to see what happened afterwards. But for SmackDown, you have to wait because Raw came on, mm-hmm. which is weird. So um, Raw starts off with a. Uh, a triple threat for the number one contendership with Dana Brooke, Sasha Banks, and Bailey. And um that was an alright match. Dana Brooke didn't look as terrible as she normally does, but it was still Dana Brooke. Um Sasha ends up winning. It was uh weird, like 
Bailey had the belly to belly on Dana and then pinned her. And then Sasha broke the pin and then she pinned uh, Bailey. But the way they were pinned, Bailey and Sasha's shoulders were both down on the mat. So technically, I'm wondering if they're going to point that out next this coming week. If they're going to be like, hey, uh, so we went back and looked at the tape. So uh, they're both going to be uh, number one contender. We're going to have a triple threat match. LOL. You know, I feel like I feel like Dana Brooke is on the cusp of being better than what she is right now. Probably. Yeah, I can see that. This is something she's not connecting. When she slapped Charlotte, I saw I saw a hint of it. <laughs> Just a little hint. Yeah, that was actually really cool. When she slapped her, that was cool. <laughs> I was on this thing that shows the uh, results. It just says Bo Dallas versus blank. Yeah. I tell you what, like, okay, so this site I'm using, um, like they do the results and it looks like they type like every freaking thing. Like it's looks like, like they, uh, transcribe the whole matches. Yeah. Like you've got to be dedicated to do that. Hmm. Like, here's a paragraph. More back and forth with all three now. Sasha sells the back injury and has her back taped up. Uh, Sasha unloads on Dana. Sasha catches a kick and kicks Dana in the face. Dana blocks the backstabber. More back and forth. Sasha hits the backstabber and applies the bank statement. But Bailey breaks it. Bailey with the Bailey to Bailey on Dana. But Sasha breaks the pin. Sasha pins Bailey for the win, keeping her singles match at Clash of Champions. Like, that's that took a lot of work. That just one paragraph. I would have just been like, whoa, that was cool. I Sasha wins. <laughs> I honestly don't think they should have let Bailey pin Sasha. Yeah. Or, yeah. Um, they should have... I think Dana should have been pinned. I mean, maybe they're setting up with that double pin scenario. I mean... I don't know, man. It, either they could do that, or they'll just ignore it and be like, it's Sasha. Let it just hit Botchmania. Yeah. And uh, the Shining Stars tried to sell R-Truth a trip to Puerto Rico. So that was cool, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's yeah. see. Um, Bo Dallas beats, uh, what's his name? Brandon Scott, and uh, he cuts a, a promo where he about believing in himself. He wins, of course, because he's on a winning streak for some reason. He is, and he's like he's angry about it. You better believe in me. I'm yeah. mad. <laughs> I'm gonna bobo on your chest. I'm I'm a heel. I'm clearly a heel. Angry. Yeah. Heels can only show anger as an emotion. Urgh. I don't know. Kevin Owens and and Jericho are kind of happy go lucky sometimes. Yeah, they show snark as an emotion. Yeah. Then again, they're Canadian, so maybe that's why. Yeah. 
That's but true, they're, eh? But they're both two completely different types of Canadians. Yeah, that's true. One's Quebec. Yep. One's French Canadian and one's yeah. Canadian Canadian. Knucklehead Canadian. <laughs> um, then, uh... From the pig. Then Cesaro wins. Um, Alicia Fox versus Nia Jax. <laughs> Yeah, screw the best of seven. I can't. Come on. Oh, okay. It's obvious what they're doing, so I'll just wait till the seventh match and then be excited because then it'll be fucking over. Well, well, this one there's a one thing you could possibly be excited about, and that was how Cesaro won with the um, legs on the rope for the yeah. leverage. A very heel way to win. I mean, is that the point where he's got to do what he's got to do? You know. Dude's yep. almost covered in tape, so... <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. he's, that... he's the Swiss Superman, so he just had to pull another another blade out of his Swiss Army knife. I wonder if that tape works. Well, I've Not seen... well enough I, for the swing. I've seen things online where people are hoping that he just comes out completely wrapped in the tape. A like mummy? The, or the Yeti. Oh, the Yeti? No. Uh, <laughs> I don't like why the Yeti, like, he looked more like a mummy. He did. He looked just like a mummy, and all he did was just come out and uh. in that one match, I can't remember who it was, like, wasn't it like Big John Stud or something? Oh, man. And it was just him and um, the Big Show when he was still in WCW. Yeah. And they just, the giant. like, they both, like, did a double bear hug to that guy. <laughs> that was it. Wow. That was it. <laughs> and, of course, Yeti was on the backside. Oh, okay. <laughs> wink, <laughs> wink. <laughs> um, speaking of backside, um, Alicia Fox versus Nia Jax was pretty crazy. Nia Jax wrecked Alicia Fox's shit. Mm, that was pretty awesome. She, like, we finally get to see Nia Jax versus someone we've heard of, and she... Made her day miserable. She did that thing when she was grabbing her by the head and just slamming her against the oh, side the, of the, yeah. the barricade. Oh. Like, holy crap. And then when she just freaking speared her through the freaking... Nia Jax is awesome. Well, in... Um, I mean, Alicia Fox really is just like a, a jobber of the well, world's division. she's enhancement to talent. Yes. <laughs> so now I want to see Nia Jax wrestle someone that's actually like good, like uh, Charlotte, or I'd like to see her against Charlotte because I haven't seen Sasha her fight Banks Charlotte or before. Like I've seen her fight Bailey a bunch, so I'm not ready for that again just yet. Yeah. Um, like her versus Charlotte would be cool, or her versus uh, uh Naomi. Yeah. Naomi's on um, SmackDown, so... Oh, that's right. So you won't Herbert, see Dana that Brooks until... Yeah, Dana Brooke. She would wreck Dana Brooke. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I mean, size-wise and how they're building her up, probably, yeah, but, you know, that doesn't really matter. <laughs> no, it doesn't, but I don't know. I don't. I don't think that would be good booking because... You'd essentially be burying Dana Brooke at that point. Yeah. Um, 
Whereas someone like Sasha or Charlotte would possibly beat Nia Jax. And then yeah. you would be messing with her, like, uh, um, her strength gathering maneuver. What? Yes, that's what I'm calling it. Her strength gathering maneuver. I, is this that's a Dragon Ball Z thing? Yes, yes, I'm bringing it back. That's what she's doing right now. That's what Nia Jax is doing. She's collecting energy for her final attack. Well, I think she just did it to Alicia yeah. Fox smashing her through a barricade. Yeah. She's absorbed her powers. <laughs> yeah, Alicia Fox better gather up all the Dragon Balls. So is Nia Jax, like, the perfect cell of the women's division? Mm. Or, mm. Because yeah. Bailey would be Goku, obviously. Um, Sasha Banks. Hmm. I kind of feel like she'd be Piccolo, but stronger than Piccolo. Or Gohan. Uh, no, because she has a, another personality. Um, oh, yeah, if you're matching them up personality-wise. Yeah, that's why I picked Bailey as Goku. Because they're both happy-go-lucky. Um, I guess Charlotte would have to be Vegeta. Ugh. That makes me sad. Um, I don't know if Sasha was a heel, she could be Vegeta. Yeah, that would make me feel better about things. But she's not really Vegeta-y, though. No, she's more... <laughs> she's more like Android 18, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'd go with that. Android 18. I was going to say something that would have been really terrible. Oh, man. <laughs> so I guess Dana would be thrilling. I'm not going to. <laughs> no, he'd be Chaozu. Oh. oh, God. <laughs> no, she'd be Bulma. Or she'd be one of those Cybermen. <laughs> I'm just, I was talking about Cell Saga, because... Okay, okay. Because yeah. if because if we were just going sh just any Dragon Ball Z character, I could probably do a better job. Mm. Um, I don't think you can. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, no. Dana would be uh, would be Raditz, I think. Or um, or was it Nappa? Yeah, Raditz or Nappa, or one of the Ginyu Force. Yeah, I was trying to think of, of Ginyu Force members. Jace. Yeah, Jace. <laughs> or that would be Emma. Yeah. Did you see that last? I don't know if we'll get to. We'll probably get to it. Maybe that last Kurt Hawkins promo, where he like bends over and looks down between his legs and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like what the fuck, man? <laughs> He's like, hey everybody, look at my dangling balls. Yeah. <laughs> Kurt Hawkins invented <laughs> TV, so I don't have to be uh, bothered by the FCC. <laughs> that actually would have been a better promo if he said something like that. <laughs> <laughs> what? He's lost his mind. <laughs> mm, so what was the next match, sir? Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson versus Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston. Oh, right. The the endless string of matches. <sighs> 
I can't wait until 30 years from now when it's the New Day versus Gallows and Anderson. Well, I think it looks like Gallows and Anderson are kind of stepping away from the, hey, we make funny ball jokes, to back to let's go break people's faces, which is kind of good. Like, I kind of enjoyed the, the ball jokes at first, but then I was like, you know, it's not really good for these guys to be the joke tag team. And so it looks like they're getting back to kicking asses. Cause like they have, you guys were saying last uh, podcast, you're like, uh, yeah, they need to drop it. Hey, they listened. Yep. They did. Finally. They heard us. They heard us loud and clear. Even though it, the episode didn't go up until... <laughs> well, I snuck them a no, I... copy. Oh, okay. Yeah, we gave it to Vince. And Vince was like, oh, yeah, yeah, good idea, guys. Here you go, Gallows and Anderson. Yeah. Potato Fest podcast. Yeah. You're gonna like it, or you're fired. Um, speaking of fired, uh, Ginger Mahal versus Jack Swagger happened. You're, you're on point with these transitions, sir. I'm doing my best. Um, and Ginger Mahal ended up winning, even though okay, so like he did like this promo thing. We were talking about, like, having inner peace and stuff and being cool and, you know, just being chill and trying not to hate people and stuff. And the people in the the audience are booing him. Like, what the fuck? And then Jack Swagger shows up and they're like, oh, golly gee, USA, woo! (laughs) And then he loses, thankfully. And then he cuts this promo where he's just like, <laughs> and then walks away. And they're like, oh, his uh, contract for Raw is ended. Oh, what's going to happen now to Jack Swagger? And Anthony's muted. That's why he was on SmackDown. Yeah. Okay. Because I, w- I was wondering, like, uh, he was on SmackDown too, right? Like, what, what's going on? Well, how did his contract end so quick with Raw? Because well, he's Jack Swagger. We draft Jack Swagger. Oh, his contract's up in a month. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's not even going to wrestle over that month, except for one time where he's going to lose. Um... I, I don't got one for this one, but Enzo Amore versus Epico. And, uh, this, it looks like this, the guy, like, kind of gave up when he did this match, because he just wrote, back and forth match that sees Epico get the win with a roll up after an assist from Primo. Like, I think more stuff happened than that in the match. Oh, it, it did. But the guy's just like, okay, Raw is three hours long. Fuck this. I yeah. see, this is a very important match. You may not think about it, but this is this match is setting something up for months down the road. Yes. And it's setting up... The return of the Los Matadores. No. <laughs> it's setting up the... Uh, uh, what are the names? <laughs> you just said to... It's setting stars. them up... Shedding, setting up the Shining Stars for their... their Tag Team Championship win. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. And they can spend their championship in beautiful oh Puerto God. Rico. Don't you got to say it right. Puerto Rico. 
<laughs> Don't even joke, Patrick. Don't even Who says joke. I'm joking? Who says I'm joking? You're probably not, and that's what scares me. They could honestly give them the titles, and it'll be the heeliest heel run ever. Like, I don't know. I think it'd be kind of funny. The New Day will be like, one day away from breaking the record, and then they'll give it to Shining Stars. Especially oh, if it's like Luke Gallo oh, man, they would get so much heat. We'll be like, how come we didn't win? <laughs> I, 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 I think is I'm physically like, stressing thinking about this. I wish there was video of this. I think no! I'm happy. I think it's not epico. It's non epico. They should win it at least once. I think they're doing a pretty good job being annoying heels and stuff. They are. They are. They're doing their job well. And, um, speaking of doing the job well, we've got uh, Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens. Now, this match is where if Roman Reigns wins, he gets added to the title match at Clash of Champions. Yes, and before this, Mick Foley was like, Now, Seth, you better not interfere in this match. And he did that, like, what, three times? Seth, I'm telling you, don't interfere in this match. And then, of course, Seth interfered in the match. Yep. Surprise! Which gave Kevin Owens the win by DQ. But then Mick Foley ran out and was like, God damn it, Seth, you fucked things up. This match is not over. You guys gotta keep wrestling. And so... Um... Kevin Owens is so... He's so the best. good. He's the best. <laughs> like, he is... You know, Finn... Finn Bauer is not wrestling because of his shoulder and I think if he was he'd still have the title of course but Kevin Owens is like the only other person I can think of that should have that title totally agree he's uh him and him and Jericho are on fire right now they're lighting it up oh my god they're the best what are they lighting up it's uh, Stupid idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Breathe it in, man. How many let's 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 uh let's take a a wide angle view of huh. what how many catchphrases does Chris Jericho have? He's got Just a lot. He's also stolen career. Al Snow's uh catchphrase or his intro music phrase. Because he says that he gives people what they want, and he gives people what they need. And every time he says that, I think of Al Snow. Yeah, he has that one catchphrase he hasn't used in a long time. The never, ever. Never, ever. Yes. Yes, that's a catchphrase. Um, What's another catchphrase? He's got a lot. He's been wrestling for a long time. There was that one where he talked about how he knew, like, a thousand and one wrestling moves. Oh, right, and he had the huge long list. Yeah. Um, I think I found that list online. Yeah. Oh, cool. I don't know where it is now. It's online, though. Yeah. I'll keep an eye out for it. Um, 
But Kevin Owens ends up winning with his uh, pop-up power bomb, which is pretty powerful. Um, but then afterwards, Rusev showed up and uh, messed Roman Reigns up with the accolade. So I guess they're going to be fighting some more, which I'm okay with. Mm. And that was raw. I think uh, I think Roman Reigns needs a lower belt like the U.S. Championship. Yeah, I w- I'd be okay. If, like you know, have Rusev keep it just a little bit longer, and then Rusev or then Reigns gets it, and um, you know. So kind of jumping ahead, but still kind of on Raw. Um, the cruiserweights are coming this this following Monday. Um, Excited about that. Uh, you know, I don't know if I should, like, if this is what I should be thinking about. Because when we go to the, we talk about the Cruiserweight Classic, we'll, we'll probably talk more in detail. But I keep thinking, what, which of the wrestlers on Raw currently could drop some weight and compete for the Cruiserweight belt? Hmm. Let's see... Could Seth Rollins do that? Maybe not. He's a little. He's kind. He's a lot bigger than he looks. He is, but I think they they bill him as like two. Maybe Enzo. Or, yeah, Enzo. Um. Um. Is it Kalisto on Raw? No, because that would make sense. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you're right. James Ellsworth. How much? What, how much does uh? How much does uh? Sin Cara weigh? I don't know. I think he's kind of big. He might be able to do it. Um, Either way, I'd like to see him and Graham Metallic. Maybe a, the Shining Stars. Maybe. One of them, maybe. Um, probably one of the VOD villains, if not both. Maybe. Are they both on Raw? No, they're on SmackDown. No, they're on SmackDown. <laughs> How about uh, Darren Young? I don't think so. I think he he's pretty beefy. Yeah, he's a little big. What about Kofi Kingston? Or or Xavier Woods. Maybe, yeah. Hmm. Chris Jericho used to be a cruiserweight. Is he still a cruiserweight? I think he's not far off. I think I think he's kind of like Seth Rollins. They're like right hmm. at that cusp, but they would have to lose like a good 15 or 20 pounds, hmm. and then they would probably be in there. Because they have to be 205, I think, is the max, right? Yeah. Anyways, on to SmackDown land. Hype Bros versus the Usos. And uh, Usos win. Definitely going full heel with this. Because they jab people in the eyes and stuff. And... Um, it was pretty, you know, healy. Um, then we got Baron Corbin versus Apollo Cruz, and um, mm, that's the match. Oh yeah, match that match. The, nap. Oh. That was the nap match. That was the hey, I'm I'm Jack Swagger, and I'm coming to SmackDown match. That was the match where, uh, yeah, he did come out, didn't he? He did. That. He's yeah, because uh, Baron Corbin came out and messed um, Apollo Crews up, giving him the um, 
what is it called? End of Days mm. outside the ring. And then, mm. like you said, Swagger showed up. And so I guess they're aiming towards something to do with those. Um, then we had a pretty fun Fatal Five Way match for the number one contendership for the women's SmackDown title. And that was pretty cool. Uh, Alexa Bliss won, which was kind of surprising, to be honest. I thought, I thought for sure Nikki Bella was going to win. And then at one point I was like, oh god, don't make Carmella win. But it was uh, Alexa. It was awesome. Yeah. She's, uh, I'd say she's, uh, one of my favorite heel, uh, heels in the women's division. Yeah, Alexa's cool. And I like how they, uh, basically made her win by stealing it from, um, I think it was Carmella that was going for the pin? Mm. Yeah, I think so. She seems more dangerous than Carmella. Oh, for sure. And she wears that, like, weird, like, gauntlet thing on her hand have the weird have you guys seen what i'm talking yeah. about she takes it, it off like of course got like uh bone fingers or something yeah but what if she just like didn't take that off and left it on and just <laughs> beat someone with it that would kind, be awesome kind of like how william Regal did with the brass knucks oh yeah um speaking of hitting people <laughs> We had uh, the first defense of the SmackDown Tag Team Championship where Rhino and Heath Slater took on the Ascension, which they came out with new face paint that looked weird. Um, I don't know. They definitely deserved a title shot. No. (laughs) But uh, Rhino nailed a gore on Victor so they could win, which was cool. Um. The Miz and AJ Styles. Okay, so it was actually The Miz and James Ellsworth. Remember the guy who fought against uh, Braun Strowman, who didn't have a chin and had two offspring tattoos? He was going to be AJ's tag team partner versus John Cena and Dean Ambrose. But The Miz came out and attacked him, So and The Miz said that he wanted to be his partner. And um didn't really work out for him because John Cena and Dean Ambrose ended up winning. Mm. So. It's, am, am I becoming cynical now that I'm older? I just want to see heels win more. What's going on? I don't know. I don't, I didn't mind it so much because, I don't know, the Miz and AJ don't really tag together, so. And neither does Cena and the Ambrose, but I don't know. I mean, the heels are more entertaining this time around. They're not like all, oh, fuck you. They're just... Yeah. It's hard to put your finger on it, isn't it? But afterwards, Ambrose did the uh, Dirty mm. Deeds Cena, which was yes. pretty sweet. And he solidified his role as a, a tweener. Yep. He is the modern-day Stone Cold. So is that going to be a triple threat match at Clash of Champions? Yes, it is. Oh, uh, yeah, it is. It is uh, Cena, Ambrose, and AJ Styles, which, cool. if that match isn't good, like, they all just really came out and shit the bed. Just, I mean, really. That, that's the only way I can see that match not being good. I don't know, I haven't seen a bad Styles match yet, so. 
Uh, yeah, he is very consistent with his matches. Um, they're either good or excellent. Um, they're rarely, uh, poor. Honestly, just from what I've seen. Um, John Cena normally has pretty good matches. And Dean Ambrose normally does as well. So they all have pretty good matches, generally. Like I said, if it's bad match, it's because they just all came out and just all just start shitting all over the ring. <laughs> that would actually be a pretty entertaining thing if you ask me. <laughs> like, guys, okay, instead of wrestling, we're just going to shit all over the ring. Whoever shits the most... Wins the belt. What? Yeah. <laughs> whoever, sh- whoever shits in the ring the most wins. I don't... <laughs> and AJ Styles is like, I ate lots of greens. Oh. And he just sprays it. What happened? What oh, boy. Did- <laughs> what did this podcast devolve to? Devolve? I think we evolved. Poop potato fest? Okay. Um. So yeah, something that's way better. That's NXT. See, I didn't uh, watch NXT this week. So. Oh really? Yeah. So tell and me I what happened. I, I didn't watch CWC. Oh. So, but okay. I know what happens. Okay. What what happened in NXT this week, sir? Was did Shinsuke Nakamura have a match? No. Uh, he got carried away on a stretcher. Oh, boo. <laughs> boo. So that, so that sucked. Um, Betsy was upset. I would have been upset, too. She was like, oh, now Shinsuke Nakamura can't play wrestling. Oh, man, I so hope he's there next week. Yeah, that would be great. Um, the first match, though, was Liv Morgan versus Rachel Fazio. Who I've only heard of one of those people. Um, and, uh, of course, right? No, Liv Morgan ended up winning, and then she, uh, got some mic time, and she called out Asuka. Yeah, she was like, hey, they're saying, they they told me that someone said that, um... That Becky with the good hair said... Yeah, (laughs) Becky with the good hair said that, um, the NXT women's division is, has been, uh completely devastated and you know Asuka's the only one that matters well I'm here to say that I'm going to challenge Asuka because the women's division is stronger than ever and um people people kind of cheered her for a little bit do you see the face I'm making Jesse yeah is she she's probably going to get wet yes you know I was thinking I was like what other uh females are there Ember Moon yeah Ember Moon that's Asuka. the only one that could beat Asuka. Liv I think, Morgan. Honestly, uh, I think she's the only one that has a chance with that. Austin. I'm just thinking of who's like oh, there. Oh, right, right, right. Billy yeah. Kay. Billy Kay. Um, who else? There's, oh, that uh, Aaliyah girl. Aaliyah, yep. Um, that seems like there's one other that I'm... Forgetting, but then they have a couple other that are coming up too. Man, I wish Blue Pants was still in NXT. Oh, me too. I love Blue Pants. The she greatest is, female superstar uh, of all time. She, just, just off a, on a tangent for a second. She's um, huh. 
she is wrestling like an independent um, yeah. wrestling league right now, and she's like some kind of champion. Oh yeah, I, I think I did see a picture of her with a belt. Yeah, and like I, because I, I read like a Twitter post, she had a problem going through like an airport with it, like they wouldn't let her um, check it or something like that. Huh. That's weird. Um. Well, speaking of uh, going overseas, uh, we got uh, Drew Gulak versus Hideo Itami. Okay, now, this is the one match I actually saw a clip of. Oh, yeah. Uh, on Squared Circle. They were beating the holy shit out of each other. Yeah, they were hitting each other hard. Yeah. There was potatoes all over this one. Yeah. They were... They were making some Julian potatoes. But um, Hideo Ta- Hitami hit the GTS, which I guess he's going to start using it more now, which is great, and he ended up winning. Um, it's, a, it's a pretty effective move. Yeah. I think it should be very strong in kayfabe. I mean, it's his move, so I'm glad they're letting him use it again. Um, then the authors of Pain wrecked two guys, like, just... They beat him in two minutes, but they just fucking devastated them. What was what was uh, the two guys' names? Uh, Doug Sessa okay. and Chris Payne. So it wasn't like TM sixty one or no, it wasn't a good team. Okay. Um, it wasn't um, uh, Tommaso Ciampa and no, John no, Rana. no. They would have had a better chance. Um, then we had No Way Jose versus Bobby Roode. Um, oh, right. Because they're feuding now, right? Yep. It was a really good match. But, um, what, Jesse, but was it glorious? Hmm. I guess it was kind of glorious. <laughs> okay. Oh, so It's either glorious or it's not. You're not kind of glorious. Here's what's glorious is... Um, I'm pretty sure that Bobby Roode Amiibo is confirmed. Because <laughs> I was shocked. Because when he what? came out when he came out he was standing on this big like black circle base that looked just like uh, an amiibo stand and he just stood there like this and like it spun around really slow with him and he looked like an amiibo. And I was like, that would be glorious. I would totally buy a Bobby Root amiibo. <laughs> Nintendo's like, we have a really small uh, a partnership with the WWE, and we're going to release one <laughs> figure from NXT, and everyone be like, "Oh my God, it's going to be Shinsuke Nakamura or Samoa Joe." Nope, Bobby Roode. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, it's Reggie Phil. As <laughs> he's like, <laughs> I hope my body can take it. <laughs> my body is ready for Bobby Roode. The most glorious amiibo ever. So, God, Bobby Roode and Smash Brothers would be amazing. <laughs> no, it would be glorious. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, it'd be glorious. Who, 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 who won the match? Oh, uh, Bobby Roode. Okay, okay. It was close, though. I thought No Way Jose was going to pull it out, but um, he ended up losing, and Betsy was upset about that, too. 
<laughs> She's <laughs> such a no way Jose Mark. <laughs> Bobby Roode prevented him from pulling it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no way. <laughs> no way, Jose. Come on. That's why they call him No Way Jose because they constantly tell him not to pull his dick out. <laughs> Did I pull his dick out now? No way, Jose. Aww. okay so what was the next thing that's it that's NXT right there well what happened with Shinsuke Nakamura I told you he got dragged out on a stretcher what what what, what happened to him no he was just on a stretcher (laughs) so Samoa Joe comes out and he's all like I lost I I was wrong you know you know, I thought you weren't a good opponent. And then Shinsuke comes out and they're talking. And Joe seems to be pretty cool about everything. And and uh, he's like, hey, uh, I know I have a rematch clause. So whenever, you know, because everyone has a rematch clause. He's like, so whenever I'm, you know, feeling better, <laughs> uh, I'm coming for you or whatever. And Shinsuke is like, okay. And um, so they shake hands, which was real, you know, tense because you didn't think Shinsuke was going to do it because, you know, Samoa Joe could, you know, shake his hand and then, you know, do a move to him or something. But he didn't. And he left. And so Shinsuke, like, walked around the ring and stuff and showed the title and everything was cool. He walked back up the ramp and he turned around to face the crowd and be like, hey, guys, we're cool. And then Samoa Joe comes back and beats him up and throws him into the steps. And then he uh, puts the steps in half and takes uh, Shinsuke and does like a rock bottom looking thing onto the uh, steps, messing his back all up. And then he left and they came out. And um, William Regal tried to track down Samoa Joe, but he drove off and yelled something weird at William Regal. <laughs> Like, delete, delete. <laughs> so he did. <laughs> Butternut squash. What? <laughs> that would be weird, right? Yeah. <laughs> William Regal's like, what? <laughs> I don't think I can actually be mad anymore. <laughs> um, wow, that's that happened at the end of NXT or the beginning? That was all that except for the, uh, yeah, all that was at the beginning. Mm. That's a weird way to open up NXT. Yeah. So, the CWC. WCW. Yep. CWC, like they like to chant. So, the first match was Grand Metallic versus Zack Sabre Jr. And Zack Sabre Jr. did not win this one. Sad face. Grand Metallic won. Grand Metallic, uh, it's really good though. I like it, him. It was going back and forth, but honestly, I think that Zack Saber Jr. didn't win it because he really didn't control the match. Yeah. Grand Metallic really controlled the match. Like anytime Zack Saber Jr. was like, "I'm gonna get you on the ground and do submissions," then Grand Metallic was like, "Oh, I can do submissions too." Oh, but then I'm going to kick you out of the ring and do a swanton outside of the ring. Yeah. <laughs> Which he did. That, like, that's that's how the match started out. Like, he 
he bumped him out of the ring and then did uh, um yeah it was a, a swanton I guess is what they call it um he won and I'm fairly certain he won with the um metallic driver oh yeah that's a good one which is like a modified Michinoku driver. Yeah. You mean a blue thunderbomb? No. No. Maggle? It's, it's not like that at all, Maggle. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so then he won. He went to the next match. The next match? Oh my goodness. Was TJ Perkins and. Jeez, um, I'm drawing a blank. Kota? Kota. Kota Bushi. And, yeah, uh, I can't believe he beat Kota. Oh, yeah, he beat him. He beat him, um... It, uh, he beat him with, um, the... the leg thing he does. What's that submission he does with the leg? But then he kind of he came up and he grabbed his head, too, while he oh, had wow. him in it. Yeah. So it looked kind of like an STF that John Cena does. But better. Way better. It looked way more painful. <laughs> because he had, like, he had Coda, his neck, like, pulled up higher. So it looked, like, actually like he was in pain. Um, and he was attacking his neck the whole night and his leg. Oh, okay. Um, and that's pretty much how he won. He just focused on one. He focused on the leg to take his kicks kicks away. And then when the time was right, got him with the leg. I mean the um the neck. Weird STF. Yeah. <clears throat> so the final, Grand Metallic and TJ Perkins. I I have to say this match made me uh really look forward to Grand Metallic um when he's on Raw. Because he is one of the guys that's going to be on Raw now. Uh, <clears throat> did they say who's all going to be on Raw? Uh, they did, and I have actually a list of that. Okay, uh, cool. By the way, um, TJ Perkins won the Cruiserweight, the inaugural Cruiserweight Classic. And before the match, Triple H came out. Before they actually rang the bell, he came out. And hey, pedigreed TJ Perkins. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. <laughs> but no, no. He There's pulled, your championship. He pulled the he pulled the cruiserweight championship out of like a bag. <laughs> he the, he pulled it out of a bag, and good. it looks amazing. It's it's a uh, it's a pretty awesome looking belt. Um, and then of course they both looked at it and looked both super excited. Um. <clears throat> Of course, they were both pretty beat up. Um, TJ Perkins, at the end of the match, had these brutal-looking welts on his, like, shoulder. Damn. You'll probably see him on Raw when he comes out. They'll probably be bruises. But I don't know if it was from a move that Grand Metallic did, or he did a... Um, he, there was a spot where TJ Perkins got knocked out of the ring. Um... He did, uh, what's it called when they do the flip out of the ring? I can't remember what they call it. They hit the, they hit the rope, but then they flip the, out. Uh, is it like the suicide something or? Yeah, something like that. 
it was either that or there was also a spot where TJ Perkins was standing on the apron outside the ropes and um Graham Metellic did a um um a hurricane rana to him and made him land outside the ring. Oh wow. Yeah, it was it was brutal. It, it, it was worth watching. If you want to watch a good match, it's worth to go back to watch that match. Cool. Um, so yeah, he won it. He got the belt. Um, of course, he's a, sh- a shoe in to be on um, Raw this coming Monday. Um, if you're oh. listening to this podcast, the the Raws probably already happened. Probably we're, that we're referring to. So but, who's who's going to be on Raw? So TJ Perkins, of course. The Brian Kendrick. Oh. Rich Swan. Okay, he's good. A Grand Metallic. I like him. Cedric Alexander, who had that barn burner with um, oh, yeah. Kota Ibushi. He's good. Is um, Kota going to be? Unfortunately, no. God damn it. Noah, Noam Dar hmm. and Lince Dorado. No uh, Zack Sabre or... Uh, nope, no Zack Sabre. Jack Gallagher? Uh, you know, it doesn't say Jack Gallagher, but, you know, he was at the match, because he was at the championship with, um, Bailey and Sasha and Rich Swan and, um, um, someone mm. else. Oh, um, Kalisto was there, too. Oh, okay. So, mm. so, Yeah. I wonder Raw, if SmackDown will get any of them, though, just to I, have them. I don't know. But Raw is going to get um, two luchadors now. Yeah. They're going to have three mask-wearing luchadors. That'll be awesome. Um, yeah. It's Oh, oh, and I forgot to mention this. Um, before, um, before the Cruiserweight Championship... There was a match. They had a match. It was um, Noam Dar. It was a tag match. Noam Dar and Cedric Alexander against DIY. Oh, cool. DIY crushed them. Oh, good. Um, Yeah, it went back and forth until, like, the last quarter of the match, and then you pretty much knew it was going to win. And I saw a rumor that they were going to bring DIY up as well to be in the Cruiserweight. Um, huh. division on Raw. That'd be cool. Which, I kind of like that idea, and I kind but of... But not yet. Yeah, I kind of don't like that idea. Keep them in the tag uh, thing in NXT. Yeah, because they don't want to... They don't want to take talent from the tag. Yeah. Division. Because if they leave, then it's just... Uh, Authors of Pain, TM61, and... and um, the Revival. The Revival, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I hope they stay just because I'd like to see them get the tag belts. Especially after that NXT Brooklyn. Oh, yeah. That was good. I think that's about it for this week. It is. Um, Patrick, you got a fighting game minute for us? Uh, not this week, sorry. God damn it. Well, are you, <laughs> have you played any fighting games this week? No, I've been uh, <laughs> been watching a lot of wrestling this week. Okay. Well, I guess that's more important. Yep. All right. Uh, I haven't played any fighting games either. 
what games have you been playing, Anthony? You guys been playing any wrestling games? I've been playing Super Fire Pro X Premium. I've been playing Rumble Roses Double X. Oh wow! How was is, how is that one? It actually sucks compared to the original. The PS2 one's really good. Yeah, it's basically the PS2 one with a super heel and a super face version of all the characters. Oh. Mm. Oh, minus minus the uh, the mud matches in oh. oil matches. They, <laughs> but you have you have a street fight match, which is basically it plays more like Street Fighter, where you guys have health bars instead of stamina. Ew. That's dumb. Rumble, Rumble Roses is actually pretty fun. Yeah, I like the first one. Yeah, the first one was amazing. The second one is a step down. Damn. Yeah. Um, I've been dreaming about WWE 2K17. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it does look cool. I'm kind of fired up for it just because Shinsuke's in it. Oh, my God, yeah. I want to get it for PS4, but i got to get my issues worked Yeah, out. you need to fix that. That's some horseshit, dude. I don't know what's going on with that. you got to DIY. I'll... Do it for yourself. Maybe I'll try it after this podcast. Yeah, fix it. We'll see. All right. Um, well, tell us where we can find... We have a Facebook now. If you yeah. use Facebook. Potato Fest just... Podcast. Yeah, that's just Potato Fest Podcast. On Facebook, bam, and uh, of course the Twitter Potato Fest Pod on Twitter. Sweet, we're taking uh, the social media by storm. Um, my Twitter is at Deus Eight D E Y I S Eight. Uh, mine is at Sega underscore Legend. Mm. Patrick, do you remember yours this time? Uh, I think it's P Perkins three eight nine one. Okay. Yes, <laughs> that could be his. <laughs> Maybe. I guess we'll yes, find out. That's it. That's it. It's gotta be. All right, guys. Have a good one. Have a good one. Sometimes we ditch the skin to eat what it's holding in. Sometimes we'd rather please have just the outside with cheese. They have eyes, but they do not have faces. I don't know if their feelings get hurt. By just hanging around in dark places Where they only can stare at the dirt Potato, 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 potato